This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Say, if you ever wanted to experience the thrilling adventures of fantastic pulp fantasy stories at the tabletop, Northwind Adventures has got a role-playing game for you with Hyperborea. Based on the solid foundation of the original 1974 fantasy game, author Jeffrey Talanian has crafted an exciting, vibrant world using the inspiration of authors like Howard Smith and Lovecraft. With paper, pencil, and a handful of dice, your characters can explore the wonder, danger, and thrills of a rugged world beyond the North Wind. Explore dungeons, fight off monsters mundane, fantastic, and alien. Discover lost civilizations, battle mighty wizards, evil cultists, vicious warlords, and more. With 26 classes to choose from, your characters can quickly find fortune and glory on the road to high adventure, all in the land of Hyperborea. From Northwind Adventures, you'll find it at hyperborea.tv. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here, hope you're all doing well. It's kind of a a cold day and getting rainy, but I think it'll be all right. Anyway, I'm going to talk about dungeon stuff. I want to talk about on-the-fly stuff, because I love doing that. Uh, I'm I'm reflecting back again. I mean, I may this may be retre- I may be retreading old ground here, but it's kind of I kind of got myself into a habit of being able to come up with things like dungeons on the fly. I mean, if I have a dungeon like on the internet, I download it or something like that. Hey, I'll use it. You know, whether it's filled or not, whether it's keyed or not, because I always. You know, I can always adapt, and adaption is part and parcel of what you do as a GM. It is a very good habit to get into. So, I'm reflecting. Uh, we had a Monday game last night, and I ran it. It was a lot of fun. I already had that one planned out, though. I just had a few things, and uh, we'll play next month. But I ran a one-shot, as I told you before, over at my friend Matt's house. And we were using Index Card RPG. And I came up with, like I said, I came up with the story on the way there. And basically, as when they had to go down somewhere, into somewhere. Now, my fantasy worlds, I've already established that there are small dungeon-type things around. Some ruins, some hovels, uh, temples, ruins, um, wizards, you know... Abandoned Wizard's Towers, um, you know, done uh, maybe even old temples and old worship places in my worlds. And they're all like five, six, seven rooms. And they've been, they just, they're all over the place. And a lot of them, the uh, cities, states, and the towns and villages have used these as things like rest stops or, or, uh, you know things that where where travelers can refresh and maybe spend the night, regroup, and then be on their ways. And they try to make those safe places, but that doesn't always work. That's why I have the, the gelatinous dudes. They do maintenance and they try and keep the critters away. But aside from that, I did that mainly to have a little fun 
creating dungeons on the fly. Now, I have my own ways of, of making a dungeon. I mean, I can always haul out the 1E DMG or Osric and use their dungeon generator in there. That's fun. And also, I have Barrow Maze. I, I love his... He's got the same thing in back of his book, only for barrows, for barrow mounds, you know, for barrel places. And they're small enough to use. But what I did was I have my... I have my you know, my burner, my burner land, the Orange Coast. And I had a couple of adventures that I ran in there when we were trying another game system. And it wasn't really much of a, they weren't really much of dungeons. They were just, they were flowcharts. I just did circle here, circle, this is, this is, this. And I also have my list on, on uh, OneNote to, you know, what kind of, what kind of dungeon do I want? And I got listing, okay, it's, is it a tomb? Is it a ruins? Is it a, a, you know, a wizard's tower? Is it a, just a hovel in the ground? What is it? And then I'd list, first I'd list the basic stuff that's in every dungeon, and then I'd get specific on what you should add or subtract from whatever you're doing. So I took that into consideration. I pulled up my OneNote, and I looked at the two small dungeons that I came up with. They were only like maybe, I don't know, six, seven rooms each. And I managed to combine them in my head to something they can go down and see if they can find this, these cattle that got missing. And I sort of made it like a, an abandoned underground temple of some kind of foul deity that nobody likes that we're worshiping in, in private. And they were routed and, you know, it's blah, 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 blah. And it went out through a hill the other way. So I did that. And I pretty much knew what I wanted to stick in there. And it just, it, it, you know, I had a, I had a, you know, I had a big bad, I came up with a, an ogre magi who had a few ogres with him and other things like that. And so, boom, I've got an adventure. I've got a dungeon. And to me, if you've got old dungeons, don't ever throw out a dungeon. Don't ever throw out a dungeon. Always repurpose. Always. And if you come up with something, even if you just come up, the, I I prefer the I now prefer the flowchart stuff, where I can actually make a circle here and then connect it with to an, another circle and connect them with the line and connect this. That just gives me the basic layout. Then I can add lib when I go in, saying, "Okay, this is the entrance, and it's forty by sixty, and here's the door, and I can indicate doors in the flowchart, you know, egresses, however I want to do it, and." It really keeps your brain going and you're doing stuff on the fly. You know, you've got this here. Is there a secret room over there? Yes. Okay. I'll put the circle here and I'll just make it a secret room and blah, 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 blah. And what's in here? A trap. Okay. Well, this, the, uh, there's a pit there. And, uh, this one's got some, uh, they got some, got some, a few goblins wandering around who got lost. And, you know, that kind of thing. That, that's the kind of thing that really revs my motor in a game when I'm, I'm GMing. Because I'm as I'm as excited to see how this is going to turn out as they are, and not only do my players surprise me a lot, and I use the stuff they give me, but my own brain su surprises me a lot. Going, hey, I, I can do that. Okay, let's go, and. I just try and keep it going together like that. Great for one shots and great for, I mean, you know, I'm always looking for that one shot that I can build a campaign on if I have to. You know, they do this one thing and 
That's why I like premises like the Gelatinous Dudes or over in Mutant Future or Gamma World, I have the Acquisitions team that works for this trader. I love premises like that because it gives me built-in plots. And I'm always looking for that. But that's basically how I ad-libbed uh, ICRPGs one-shot. And I want to do more of that. I mean... There, I know there's a lot of you know neophyte GMs who go, oh my gosh, that's so scary. I gotta know this, that, that. Oh, you don't. But anybody who's listened to this to this podcast for any length of time knows where I'm coming from. So anyway, I just want to get a few dungeon things out there. How it just sprung out of you know what little I had, and that's it. So I gotta go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com. We we are. Uh, you, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you for single donations. My Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasts, there is Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grog, podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps podcast, there's Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.